Warning. The following program features mature content not suitable for younger audiences. This podcast explores subjects dealing with mature content, vulgar language, and violent scenarios. You've You've been been warned. warned. Now, Now, on to the the show. show. Somewhere, in a forest of shadows and gloom, there is a dark and forgotten carnival. Abandoned and rusty, lost in time. But at the center of this festering festival of fear, lies the still-living heart that is the creepy carousel of horror. Join your hosts, horror narrators TJ Scorpio and Dude13, as they discuss all things horror and macabre. Welcome to the Creepy Carousel Horror Podcast. I'm TJ Scorpio. And I'm Dude13. Hello. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> we're, okay, we're going in without a plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're completely not sure what we're doing this episode, so it's going to be fun. Yeah, we're just winging it. Yeah. Screw it. I, I've got no notes in front of me. I've got no notes. I've got, I've got Google in front of me is, is what I'm doing. It's more than I have. I don't. I usually have a tablet in front of me full of stuff, and I've got nothing. It feels weird. I know. I'm, I'm staring at Google right now. But um, I know one thing that we were going to talk about uh, yes. because we we twittered it a little bit. We tweeted. Yeah. We we twitted whatever. <laughs> we twittered. We I know. Twittered. I'm I'm hip, yo. We sent out some of them their tweets. Yeah, that. <laughs> to all our twits. Twits. That, we're twits yeah. that sent out tweets is what it was. Damn straight. <laughs> that uh, we, we were talking about um, the Ted Bundy tapes. Yes. We both binged it today while we oh were working. God. We were working hard, of course. <laughs> but, you know, we binged a little. <laughs> you know, work got in the way of me watching the show. I had to pause every once in a while and actually work. Yep, exactly. Me too. Yeah. But we finished. We finished it. So that was I, cool. Yeah. All, how many episodes was it? Five? Five, I think. Yeah. It's, holy hell. Yeah. I, we had different opinions. We, we <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Ted Bundy is, is one of the most well-known um, monsters, serial killer, pieces of filth that oh. has ever walked this earth. He's terrifying. He himself has admitted to killing 30 women. Uh, actually, no, let me, let me rephrase that. He's killed possibly 30 women and one girl. And I say that because it was, it was a 12 year old girl and that above all else infuriated me. Yeah. And you know, it's so strange because you don't hear about her ever when I've listened to so many podcasts about him and I've seen so many documentaries about him. And I mean, they always mention her, but you'd think she'd be a bigger person part because she deviates from his entire mo of who he went after and why i still to the i still don't understand why her she's 12 well i don't get it just because she was there like opportunity i i think that's the only reason i think he he went on a bit of a killing binge and uh and he was hungry and she happened to be available and that's what he went after 
Yeah, he was on a spree at that time, like a just lost his mind spree at that. But it just blows my mind at 12. Like, And you don't hear what really happened to her, and I think that's probably a good I, thing. I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want to know. I think um, that's a good thing, because if he treated her like the others, yeah. I, it just, I mean, it's horrible what he did anyway, but it would just be all that more disturbing for Indeed. him to do that to a 12-year-old. But, um... Fuck him. He fried on the Florida um, uh, electric chair. Uh, fun fact, uh, I spent a little bit of time in Pensacola, Florida. Um, really? Yeah. And honestly, uh, it was as beautiful as he said it was. Uh, Pensacola, Florida is fantastic. It's beautiful. And there is a lot of beautiful people there. Um, I can see uh, why he would, uh, he would escape to uh, Florida. And he kicked back. He, he relaxed. He, he dropped his guard and um, then started doing his thing again. Yeah, and that's the thing I was thinking of is if he had just, because he escaped and that's how he, you know, got there. And if he had just laid low and been capable of just being normal, they may have never found him. Or it would have been, you know, years and years and years DNA stuff later that they would have. But he, if he had just not done anything like that he mm. probably would have been there for ages i think but that's not the kind of person he was no, this sick. son of a bitch he was he was arrogant he <laughs> loved having the spotlight on him yeah and as we saw in the in in the ep- one of the episodes um one of the ways that they pissed him off on purpose was uh when they were they were reading his indictment to him and um, they would not let him uh, have time to address the media. Mm-hmm. He wanted to address the media. He asked what two, three times. Yeah. Uh, can I? Can I talk can to I the media? Speak can now? I? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. They they did not let him. And the whole time while he was being, while well, he had cameras on him, but the spotlight wasn't on him. He was uh, pacing back and forth like mm-hmm. a caged animal. Yeah. I just found that whole thing so weird because. Like, to me, part of what I noticed is all of the people he was in custody with, the people who were holding him in custody everywhere he was, treated him with kid gloves, which I found so strange. Because he wasn't cuffed, he wasn't Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. restrained, like there wasn't a guard holding, you know, him in cuffs. Like, he was allowed to pace arms free, (laughs) (laughs) just kind of walk around. And I just thought... You're indicting him for murder. Why is he not, you know, cuffed at least? I just didn't under and you know he was an escape risk, obviously. So yeah, yeah. At that point, he'd already escaped twice. It blew my mind that everyone was just like, you know, you can walk. (laughs) One of the guys (laughs) kind of motioned him to go forward, like away from him, when he was pacing. But like nobody went to restrain him. I just thought it was so weird. Well, I, I don't think he could have escaped there. No, the I room don't think so, people. but just out of, not not respect's not the word, but just out of, like, procedure, he should be cuffed. He's a, you're indicting him for murder, for God's sake. Don't yeah, just it, let him walk around. <laughs> yeah, and he, he was dangerous. Oh, um, yeah. I don't believe he was dangerous to men. One thing that I believe is true, and it was only mentioned once or twice, mm-hmm. is that he is a coward mm-hmm. when it comes to other when it comes to other men. Um, For sure. 
he went after uh, he went after women that were alone. He went after women that he that he could trick into going with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the guy was a predator. The guy was sick and disgusting. And I am glad that he, that uh, he is gone from our existence. But I have to give credit where credit is due, and that is he is a fascinating human. He is. He's a monster, but. As a human specimen, the son of a bitch is really hard not to want to understand. Yeah, because just like the judge said in that last one, this last case was, Mm -hmm. you could have gone somewhere. Like, you could have been somebody huge. You could have been a lawyer. You could have been a fantastic person. Because he had all the capabilities of being a really good, powerful lawyer. But yeah. he just, but like the lawyer said, you chose the other path, or the judge said. And I just thought, yeah, yeah. you know, that's so true because he had so distinct different Bundys. Like one was, and he even said he could fit in. He knew when he could, when he needed to fit in and be normal. And then he other times just let that other side of him out and he did what he had to do. I, I thought it was hilarious that his weakness, his biggest weakness, was the spotlight, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what he was fantastic at sabotaging his case. Yes, <laughs> he represented himself, and it was great. Yeah, <laughs> the part where he had that dot, um, police officer just go back and talk about what he saw gave me the creeps so bad because I just thought he just wants to hear it. He wants to relive it again. That, that was foul. Wasn't that creepy? It just yeah, gave yeah. me, like, I just got the all over body creeps. I was just like, that is so gross because you know he's asking him that. Not for the jury, not for the case. He wants to hear it because yeah. he loves it. Yeah, he, he wanted the recognition. Oh. But uh, I, I did promise that we wouldn't uh, dawdle on uh, on Ted Bundy because there's so much more that we can talk about. Yes. Um, and, well, one thing that this made me think about was uh, an upcoming movie, another serial killer, H.H. Um, H. Holmes. Oh, and yeah. of all people that's playing him is one of my favorite actors of all time, Leonardo DiCaprio. He's going to play H.H. H. Holmes? That's the rumor. And, ah, I fangirl over that. I, wow. I can't. I cannot. I cannot wait to see uh, Leonardo DiCaprio playing uh, another one of my favorite serial killers. Is this monster? Honestly, holy hell! Um, if I'm going to recommend a, a horror book on, on true crime, um, it would have to be um, Devil in the White City. I've never read I, that. Hang on, let me use Google to its full extent here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, you know, actually, I'm, I will watch that movie because seeing those rooms that he created in action to me will be so interesting. Yes. Horrifying, uh, but interesting to see how he put all that together. Because I'm still, it just blows my mind how he managed to create such, every room was like its own personal torture chamber in its own personal special way. And I don't know how he did that. Oh, I'll crazy. tell you how he did that. Devil in the White City, Murder, <laughs> Magic, and Madness of the Fair that Changed America by Eric Larson. And the book goes into detail as to how it is that he managed to pull off building this this horror hotel. What fascinates me is that um, you think Ted Bundy was a charming individual. H.H. Um, H. Holmes, which isn't even his real name, by the way. This guy could charm his way out of debt. Literally. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he would talk to his debt collectors, and he would send them off with a smile and a piece of cake. And uh, he he would make money by not paying back his debt. He would take out huge amounts of, of credit, use it to purchase goods, sell the goods, so he'd 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 make that money back plus more. Wow. Um. And he would build his crazy castle, his horror castle, by constantly changing up the companies and the workers. Firing workers, hiring new workers, um, hiring different people, different companies to, to build different sections so that no one knew exactly what the whole schematics looked like. That's smart. Obviously, you can't get away with that today. No. <laughs> um, but uh, the times were in his favor. Right. And... Uh, we have no clue how many people he killed. No. Hundreds, possibly. Oh, I'm sure. Because a lot uh, of that was during the World's Fair, too. So that's what they said exactly. is there's so many people that we may never know or we won't by this time. You know, because there were so many people there. So many people disappeared just because. <laughs> and he was and, probably and a yeah. big part of it. And and he was he was a genius at disposing of bodies mm-hmm. because he had his own incendiary unit where down down below where he would just stick the bodies and boom they're ash. Yuck. So he he got away with a lot, but um, ultimately they they got him. And again, the most disturbing thing from this son of a bitch, um, as fascinating as he is. And as much as I'd love to study his his building, which doesn't exist anymore because it caught fire, possibly arson, um, this stupid evil motherfucker killed children. I don't know what it is about children, but you you yeah you really want to bring the devil out for me. You 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 harm children, and this guy really really pisses me off because he he you read the book you'll find out what children i'm talking about specifically um and how he did it it's just it's fantastic devil in the white city uh by uh, eric larson please check it out hey it's on audible hey there you go perfect it's the first book i bought on audible.com nice when you have that free trial you can check it out yeah, so we don't we're not sponsored yet, not sponsored. We, but we you know what? Be. I'm going to reach out to audible.com see if uh, see if we can get uh sponsored. Heck yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Wouldn't it? Um but uh what what else uh, what what are some avenues of horror that uh, have recently caught your attention? Um I don't know. Like I'm trying to think. I'm actually reading a book about um let me look at, I want to make sure I say her name right. And I've heard a lot okay. about her too, but, um, I got this on my uh, Kindle. I got this book. I think it's Bella, Bell Guinness, right? Is that how you say that? Let me check. Um, Google help. I'm trying to bring it up. Of course it's super slow right now. Cause I need it. But she's the one who k- killed a bunch of her husbands. <laughs> oh, I I uh, I once owned a book um, called what was it called? It was about the the, the evil women in history, and yeah. uh, uh, Belle Guinness was in it. Yeah, she's. I just started it, but again, like all these, I've seen documentaries and listened to podcasts, so I know like the basics. But this book was so intriguing because it has lots of pictures, um, <laughs> you know, which you don't see on podcasts, and you yeah, see that. to a point in documentaries, but. This book also, um, 
it's a it's a new kind where it's like animated. Have you seen those in Kindle? Uh, it's uh, like I don't own a Kindle. It's like story in motion or something. And like the pictures move a little. It's really, really cool. Um, so I thought that would even be uh, more of an immersive kind of thing while I'm reading. Uh, yeah, I actually know what style you're talking yeah. about. Uh, there's a couple of interesting moving comics online that I've uh, dove into. Yeah, they're cool. But, you know, yeah, she's awesome. fascinating. And she's one of those first female serial killers because she i think she's also and i could be totally wrong um but she's one of those that is rumored to have like she buried the husbands but some wonder if she fed people to the hogs and stuff because she lived down on the farm you know you hear about that in some of those old creepy stories where like they fed them to the yeah the animals and i think she's one that that was i'll find out later when i read more very hannibal lecter it's gross yeah it's nasty just, yeah, that, that was a good movie, by the way, Hannibal. And uh, I did see Hannibal. That was a good movie. Yeah, that was awesome. That was good. I still like Silence of the Lambs better. Silence of the Lambs is a masterpiece. It's good. Creepy, but good. What's the creepiest the, this, part in that movie to you? Like, what part, when you hear Silence of the Lambs, is there one part that just creeps you out more than anything that just pops in your head instantly? Yes. Which part? Um, actually... It, it's when uh, Officer Sterling, uh, or I'm sorry, Agent Sterling, um, first goes to talk to uh, uh, Hannibal Lecter um, while he's uh, while he's in his cell. The cinematography in that scene and the lighting is brilliant. Mm-hmm. The entire time, if you pay attention, she feels small. Oh yeah. She she is small compared to to him, mm-hmm. even though he's the one that's caged. Right. Um, it's it's as if he's the one in control of the situation the whole time. She's always looking up mm-hmm. at, at an upward angle, mm-hmm. um, as if she's looking up to him, uh, like he's towering over her. He's always looking down. Right. Um, and, of course, there's that infamous weird sound that he makes. <laughs> and that was brilliant. Anthony Hopkins, I love you. <laughs> There's no, there's no one else that could have done that part, no. and damn if he didn't give me a chill, uh, because it, it you you get that feeling like your life is is in danger, and I don't get that that often from a movie, right? You know, and and seeing that it's like, whoa, like I kind of had to look over my shoulder to make sure there wasn't a, a cannibal about to lunge at me and bite my ear off. <laughs> Yeah, it was that part was creepy. You know what part creeps me out even more than that? <laughs> Are you? Does it have to do with the face? No, it's the the lotion and the, <laughs> and the tucking dance that he did. I watched that in a movie theater when it came out, and I was I mean I was just appalled. I was so grossed out by that whole the lotion. You got lotion, lotion, and then the tuck and dance in front of the mirror just creeped me out. So I mean more than Hannibal Lecter, that guy just gave me the creep. Wild Bill. Yes, he's so gross. It puts the lotion on the skin, or else it gets the hose again. Yes. It puts the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. It's just so creepy. He gave me the chills because he's just, oh, he's so creepy. You could tell, like, he's mentally just not okay. (laughs) He scared me more than Hannibal. 
He, he was he was pretty fucking creepy. Oh, yeah. and that poor and, girl uh, in the well, you know, like just. Please, please, get me out. Her terror was mine. Like I just, I was like, I totally understand why you're so scared right now. <laughs> he is so creepy, <laughs> dropping that lotion in that basket in down to you. And, ah, stop. <laughs> Honestly, um, the part that that actually did scare me a little bit with him. More than anything was when he kind of lost his temper a little mm-hmm. bit. And he says, "Put the lotion in the fucking basket." Yes, and his voice was so yeah, yeah like it, he was such a scary character to me. Like I said, way more than Hannibal, and Hannibal should have been the most terrifying of all. But that Wild Bill scared me more than Hannibal, big time. I was so creeped out by him. <clears throat> yeah, with good reason. I think I'm trying to remember who he was based off of. Well, I know one was Ed Ginnett. <laughs> Try again. Ed Gein. Ed Gein. Yeah. He was one, because that's the whole skin suit that's and right. stuff. Oh, yeah, of course. He was one, and I'm sure there's others they, you know, kind of based him on, but I know he was a huge one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, with the skin suit and all that creepy stuff. Yep, that skin suit was a thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, no no one will ever forget the uh, the testy tuck, but um, oh. I try not to think about it. You know, I was, like I said, I watched that in the movie theater. I was pretty young, and I remember not really understanding what I was looking at. <laughs> I really didn't. I was just like, wait a minute, what? Something's not right there. And it totally, I did not understand how that worked. I did not. I was just like, I don't get it. What? What did you do? Well, what? Um, my first introduction to, to horror, I was Five. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, I was five years old, and I had an aunt that absolutely loved horror, and um, she would she would record horror movies um, on her VCR, and she she had a whole bunch of them, all these these uh, videotapes, and um, she lent them to my dad, and I figured out how to use the VCR, and I just stuck the first tape in, and it happened to be a Nightmare on Elm Street two. Welcome to my world. <laughs> I I say that because I know what your favorite movies are. Damn That's straight. That's so sweet. And so since five, you've loved them since you were five. That's so cute. That isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it really is. A Nightmare on Elm Street is my favorite favorite movie, uh, and Freddy Krueger is my favorite horror movie monster. Um, but I have to say, at five years Terrifying. old, uh, I was no horror movie critic. <laughs> now that I am older. I can clearly look back and say that A Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is a piece of garbage. Okay, let me let me ask though, were you scared at 5 or was it just like, oh, this is cool? Um, at 5 it scared me a little bit, but I was fascinated. I was drawn to it and I sat there and I watched the movie uh, up until um, there was an inappropriate scene which is exactly the freaking moment that my mom or my dad someone walked in it's the scene where where he's about to make love to the uh, to the redhead so they're about to get it on and um he's got her shirt undone but you don't see anything um and his this huge Freddy cougar tongue comes out of his mouth at that scene uh and it's weird that i remember this that's when someone walked in like and they scream like what are you watching and they turn <laughs> you're it like off i don't know <laughs> I don't know what I'm watching. This guy named Freddy, he's cool. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that movie was so poorly done, so terribly done. Um, and the cinematography in that one is garbage. <laughs> Look, Robert England is not a tall man. He is five foot eight. That's the normal height of a normal human being. 
but that's not terribly tall. Some of the quote-unquote kids were these buff youngins, these 20-something-year-olds that are six-foot-something, and they put them next to him. All of a sudden, he loses his power. He doesn't look that scary. He's this short, shrimp, burnt-faced old man compared to these buff guys that could clearly kick his ass. Oh, they kick his ass. Yeah, not to mention, the, the whole movie is just gay, and gay isn't scary. So what do you, what do you mean? Like, undertones? The, yes! Huge gay undertones! Really? Oh my god, gay! I See, I I have not watched those movies in for... I mean, it's been ages. So I'd have to watch I, it again, because I honestly... I Like, the part you just mentioned with the tongue coming out, I remember that. But I honestly can't yeah, remember, course, yeah. like... You know, okay, okay, okay. All right. Let's let's go to the high school um, where, for some reason, the coach always makes them shower. And he sees them in the shower. That's a little the gay. Coach? It's all right. I'll let him get or away Freddy. with that. Um, he, when he wakes up, the main character wakes up uh, from a nightmare or something. Mm-hmm. He, he goes for a walk out and he goes to a gay bar. Guess who he finds there? His gay coach. Really? What is his gay... And for some reason, his gay coach has him go back to the school and shower. What? And we see we see a lot of ass shots here, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's weird. Not that the guys don't have a nice ass, and maybe if it was uh, another actor, like I don't know, Johnny Heck Depp, yeah. like in the first what? movie. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Depp's first movie ever was A Nightmare on Elm Street, but we'll get to that some other time. His scene's <laughs> the only one I really remember because it was awful. Of course. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's Johnny Depp. And Freddie ends up killing the coach in a very gay way. He he strips off his clothes. He holds him down in the shower. He whips him in the butt a couple of times and then kills him. Um, then the main character has one of his nightmares or episodes and he doesn't want to he doesn't want to kill anyone because Freddie's killing through him. And instead of going to his girlfriend's house for, for, for some comfort, he goes to his friend's house, his male friend, who is no, in nothing but his boxers, by the yeah. way. And gay is not scary. It just makes things awkward. Yeah, that's... I wonder why they went that route. Like, what their... Because the director was a... So different director? Oh. Yes. Uh, Wes Craven was, was uh, forced to sell the uh-huh. rights to... Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street after the first movie because, well, they went broke for the first oh, wow. one. But on the plus side, after the first movie, it, it put New Line Cinema on the fucking map. And that's why New Line Cinema to this day is called The House That Freddy Built. Oh, see, I didn't know that. It's good shit, yo. That second movie was garbage, and I will. Con- <laughs> and I am a big fan, but I will constantly tell everyone that that second movie was shit. I believe you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Robert England. You did fantastic. You did well, your he best didn't with what they it, gave you. Know? I know, but he was acting in it. I feel so bad. He probably for him. felt the same way. Like, what is this? You guys are ruining the whole Freddy Krueger story. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Why am I in a shower with this guy naked? <laughs> not what this story's about. Of course not. Uh, but whatever. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure there's new things that are coming in the future of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, but uh, I have to say, um, the merging of, uh, of A Nightmare on Elm Street with, uh, with uh, Friday the 13th and Freddy vs. Jason was genius, but I can talk about that movie forever. <laughs> so I am, for, in the interest of, of moving on, um, let's, uh, wait, you said that you, um, and I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. about this, you've had your fair share of paranormal experiences. Yeah. Are we going to talk about that? Please. Okay. 
So, okay, I'll give you just a few. I have a bunch. And in that house I was talking about the last episode, um, I don't know to this day what happened in that house, but there was something in that house. And I know skeptical people are like, yeah, whatever. But there were just some weird things that happened that I can't explain. And, okay, so one of them was um, I... I'm try okay, I was in bed. My my husband got up to go to work, and um, he told me, you know, goodbye, and I'll see you later. And I went back to bed. I get I got up with him and did all that in the morning, and then he'd leave, and I'd go back to bed to try to sleep a little more before we had little 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 ones at the time. So I um would try to get a little bit of sleep before the kids got up. So I laid back down and I put my arm over my eyes. You know how that, you can just like lay your forearm over your eyes. And I was just laying there. And I felt a weight on the bed near my legs. And I kind of thought, well, maybe it's one of the kids. So I just laid there real quiet, didn't move, didn't say anything. And I felt fingertips brush along my forearm. Yeah, uh -oh. so I lowered my arm, expecting to see somebody sitting there, and there was nobody. So I thought, okay, that's weird. So I got up, and I walked back to the uh, back of the house where the kids were, and there was, they were both just sleeping. So I was like, okay, so weird. And, like, my husband hadn't come back, you know? So it was really, like, someone touched me, and I'm 100% sure I was not asleep. I wasn't in that like midway, you know, where you're kind of awake, kind of asleep. I was awake and I felt that. I felt the depression on the bed and I felt somebody touch my arm. Um, that happened. I felt the depression on the bed another time as well. Nobody touched me, but I felt someone sit on the bed. Then there right. was a time I was working in this uh, back bedroom. And when you look out the bedroom, you could see straight down the hall and off to the left was the laundry room. And I was in my room working and I looked out uh, or out of the corner of my eye, I saw someone run from the kitchen into the laundry room. Yeah, okay. so I, and my kids were home. So I thought, okay, it's one of the kids. So I called to them. They both came from the kitchen down the hall towards me. And I was like, holy crap. I said, <laughs> Did one of you just go in the laundry room? No, we were in the living room. Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> I thought someone <laughs> might be in this house. We lived in a city, crappy city. Oh. I hated the city. Uh -oh. I shall not name where it was, mm -hmm. but I hated that place and I never felt safe there. So my thought was, oh my God, someone might have busted in my house. So I went to the laundry room, looked in there, went off there was like a little closet where the water heater and stuff was I checked in there nobody but I am a hundred percent sure I saw somebody walk, run into that laundry room and they weren't big it wasn't like a adult it was a smaller person um there were so many times I heard footsteps we had a wood floor and a tile a ceramic tile floor and I'd hear right. footsteps nobody was there it just that is all sorts right? of creepy so I mean there was obviously someone in that house um besides yeah. you yeah i did the ghost <laughs> box a few times i got voices on there and again people don't believe in that but i do and i i mean it was 
I'm skeptical. Yeah, I... I don't know, like, how? what do you think it was? Well, um... I would surmise that, uh... It was early in the morning. You you said that you were awake, mm-hmm. but like, how sure can you be that you were you 100%. were fully awake? I mean, you just woke no, up. No, I had been up with the husband, got him his lunch, all that stuff. Like, I was up. You know what okay. I mean? Like, I wasn't uh, like it's... laying there, and then I'm like, yeah, bye. You know, I was up with him, saw him to the door, <laughs> locked it behind him, and just thought, okay, I'm gonna go, just lay down till they get up, and. I wasn't in there that long. And I know that I wasn't asleep. Like, I'm. that's one thing. I even questioned that when I first moved my arm and didn't see anyone. I questioned that. Was I asleep? Was I dr- But there's... I'm 100% sure I was not. It wasn't a dream. That I'm sure of. As a skeptic, you know, I'd, I'd ask all yeah. the usual questions. Um, but uh, you're right. There's, there's some stuff that, that we're very sure mm-hmm. of. Um, but, uh, the mind is very capable of playing tricks on us. Uh, one of the greatest tricks that's ever played on me. And I felt so flipping gypped as a teenager. Um, one night after, after reading, uh, after reading one of my favorite books, everyone was reading, uh, Goosebumps. I was reading Spooksville because I was cool (laughs) and trendy. (laughs) Anyway, um, I went to bed. And I, it felt like I just barely put my head on the pillow and closed my eyes. And then I opened them and it's, there's daylight. And I was like, and I felt so gypped. Like, wait a minute. I don't feel rested. I don't, when did day come? This is, <laughs> this is bull crap. I can't, I didn't get any sleep. I closed my eye, blinked. And it's morning. Yeah. That's what it felt like. It felt like, and to this day, I still feel gypped. I don't know. Maybe I got abducted by aliens. See, you don't know. Loss of, maybe you did. Loss you of lost time. lost time, yeah. Maybe. And yeah. that would explain why yeah, you're tired. who knows? I was so pissed off. I felt, I didn't feel rested at all, but I had to get up and right. go to school. <laughs> I was so, I was so annoyed. I was so angry. Uh... But today I can acknowledge that that was, that was a trick right. of the mind. Um, when you're, you know, when you're tired and, uh, and you just pass out and then all of a sudden I just opened my eyes and I felt, I just closed mm-hmm. my eyes. It, honestly, how do you know that that didn't happen to you, but for a shorter period of time? Yeah, I mean, time? I don't because there's no way to prove it. My, but I'll there, tell I you, mean, micro, micro sleep that is a thing. touch on my arm felt real you know what I mean like it and I know when you're in a dream it feels real but it just in when I'm in a dream I don't wake up feeling like someone touched me ah but when I was in a dream I got bit by a snake and I woke up screaming did you feel it when you woke up oh my god did, did I what is pain but the the your your nerves and your brain sending signals back and forth um I mean, people, there's people that have lost limbs and they can still right. feel their arm right. and there's no nerves there. Uh, it's, it's a phantom. It's all their brain just playing tricks on them. And you know what? That's what happened in my nightmare. Um, I got bit by a snake in the back of the leg and I woke up screaming that a snake bit me. My parents run into my room like, what snake, what snake, what snake? My mom ran out of the room. <laughs> snake. <laughs> My dad's ripping the covers off, and he's like, where did it bite you? Where, where is it? Where is it? You know, because uh, snakes, yay. Um, 
but uh, then I clarified because there was no bite mark on my leg, but it felt so real. Okay, the way I, the only way I can describe the pain mm-hmm. that I felt, it's as if someone took Negan's baseball bat and just hit me, uh, hit me in the back Is of the a leg. Cramp, Charlie horse. That's uh, <laughs> it, probably what it was. Probably, and it was it was excruciating. Yeah, probably it Charlie hurt. Horse. And and you know the pain went away after right. five minutes uh, when when I just realized it wasn't real. Right. Yeah. But the the power of the mind is is we sometimes we we don't we don't realize how how crazy things are. But with that said, I have my own paranormal Tell stories. Me about it. Please understand that I equate them to me being young and hormonal <laughs> and but it, maybe maybe they weren't because. This, this, there's repeat activity. The, the biggest thing that I remember is this young girl, uh, about 10 years old. Um, I, I remember a 10 year old girl wearing a bonnet and what looked like a mm-hmm. nightdress. The first time I saw her was when I was a kid, uh, maybe, I don't know, eight years old, mm-hmm. I want to say, seven, eight. And I was playing with Legos in my room, um, by myself while the whole family was watching TV. I was a bit of a loner as a kid. Um, Anyway, playing Legos, and the first thing that I felt was this almost painful chill uh, down my back. And I say almost painful, because it it really got my attention. And um, then I couldn't move. Not not that something was stopping me, but because I was scared, like, if I move, something will see me, kind of. Um, and it almost felt like slow motion that I turned my head. Like it was really difficult. I had to use all all the strength in my little seven or eight year old body to turn my head to the left in time to see this little girl walking across the room. Like in the flesh, looked like she, she was incredibly okay. pale. Could you see through her, or okay, was she, she was, like there? Um, to be honest, I cannot okay. fully remember. Um, uh, but. She just walked from one point of the room to the other, and she just wow. vanished. Um, and only after she she disappeared did I bolt out of the room, run over to my parents, and I could not speak for the life of me. But my my mom, uh, seeing how terrified I was, knew that I was in, in shock. So she did the one thing that seemed to always work whenever she was in shock with her with her parents, with my grandparents. She grabbed me by the hair and she pulled my head back and blew into my face. Just right. <laughs> Um, and only then was I able to talk. And I said, there was a girl in my room. And, uh, and, you know, my parents go into my room. There's nothing there. Don't worry. I was like, but she was there. Right. And I tried to describe her. This is what she looked like. Um, but they're like, no, you, you just, you just had a dream. I wasn't yeah, sleeping. Playing Legos, damn it. <laughs> I was playing Legos. I was building a house, damn it. Um, Anyway, so they, they didn't believe me, they didn't believe me, they didn't believe me. And uh, then, uh, I want to say maybe like two years later, um, I saw her again. This time I was, it's always in that bedroom, by the way, always in that bedroom, my bedroom. There I was, again, alone, convenient, cleaning my closet. Because <laughs> right? my mom made me. <laughs> so, so I'm cleaning out my closet, organizing all my stuff, uh, all my toys, and uh, I, I got that, that incredibly familiar uh, slightly almost painful chill down my back and it was the same thing it was oh shit and this time I, I could move I could move fine and I just I just felt maybe if I don't move maybe if I just sit here it'll go away maybe it'll just go away and 
I started to feel the cold sweat, and it was just like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go crazy. I have to look. Um, so this time I did it quick as lightning. I, I whiplash all the way back, and I, I look behind me, and sure enough, there she fucking is, sitting on my wow. bed, staring at me. And we, I looked at her, I, I locked eyes, and she's a, this Caucasian girl, pale, almost just white, wearing like this nightgown barefoot, um, and a bonnet kind of deal. I, I flip out, she disappears, and then there's the one thing that my little mind couldn't have made up, but probably did. The bed rose where she was sitting when she disappeared. Like, like her, like her indentation kind of came up or the bed itself like rose. yes where she no, was where, where where her where her ghost yeah. butt was touching right. my bed it the indentation went right. up and uh, I, maybe maybe my little mind just put that together but i dashed out of the room and ran over to my parents and said nothing <laughs> yeah i said nothing um there was nothing to be said. They, they wouldn't believe me anyway because there's other times where I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I just felt that my room was, was not safe and I'd go and I'd knock on their door and I'd tell them that I was scared of the dark but because that's the only thing I could tell them. I didn't know what I was really scared of. There's something in that room right. that I didn't like or didn't like me. Um, so i just tell them, I'm scared of the dark. I'm scared of the dark. Let me sleep in your bed. And they'd say no, of course. So I'd sleep in the hallway. Wow. <laughs> you poor little thing. I slept in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go me. Jesus. I saw her again last time. I was this time. I was making my bed. I'm such yeah, a good little boy. Listen to you. You're playing Legos by yourself, cleaning your closet, making your bed. And someone enters the room. I kind of jumped a little bit um, when when I heard someone walk into the room. We, you know, when when you're barefoot, if you listen carefully, you can hear um, your steps yeah. on on the carpet. That's what I heard because I was it was it was quiet in the room right. I wasn't making any noise um, it, it was just me my mom and my sisters in the house my dad was at work no one was watching TV because we weren't allowed we did something bad I can't remember <laughs> <laughs> someone walks into my bedroom and I thought it was my older sister for the sake of of, um, of being uh, private here I'm gonna I'm gonna call her um, Jeezy sis <laughs> one <laughs> nice. so Jeezy sis one was trying to trying to pounce on me, scare me, uh, because I loved horror movies. Now that I'm older, jump scares are cheap. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and the first thing the first thing that happens is I, I straightened up, and then I calmed down. And, uh, and I said, you're not going to scare me, Jeezy, sis one. And I continue making the bed, because I'm on my knees and I'm right. tucking the sheets in. But she didn't say anything, and I didn't hear her leave or, or anything, and... So I turn around, I turn around like normal, and this time she's closer than she's ever been. She is inches from me, looking down at me while I'm making my bed, and I, I fall backwards, I, I knock my head against the wall, I, I scramble out of the room the whole time looking at her, and, and I, I zoom into the kitchen, and I tell my mom, I saw her again, and... She's like, who? What? Huh? Did you just tell your sister to stop messing with you? I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Did you finish making right, your bed? Exactly. Yes. Don't. But so, you believe that was real. Now. At the time, yes. And now that I'm older, I'm I'm very skeptical. I'm. I was a Do kid. I was a kid, and the last time I saw her, I was right, thirteen. But see, when I was a kid, 
And I had a good imagination, but I didn't see kids in my room. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty... That's pretty big for your imagination. And you were scared. So it's not like... And you felt the chill. Your imagination can only do so much. You can conjure up an imaginary friend, for instance. I did that. But... I didn't I like guess, yeah. feel the chill but, and I didn't get scared. Like it wasn't something that I turned around and was terrified of. To me, that wouldn't like your imagination's not going to do that. Yeah. But, uh, I say chill. Maybe it's not an actual cold that's hitting me. Like I said, it could be right, nerves. But why? That, that because completely... they happened before yeah. you saw her. True. Um, they did happen right. when, before I saw her, but uh, as a kid with a huge imagination, uh, it, it could have been all that. It could have all been in my head. And when I looked over, I just saw what I thought I would have been. And maybe the bed went up because that's what I imagined should happen. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I, I have a very skeptical you sure mind. Do because I will, I will no. question. I'm, I believe you had a little <laughs> house on the prairie girl hanging in your room for whatever reason. It was a duplex. We lived in a duplex. She was, <laughs> there was some reason she was, I believe you saw a spirit. And there's, there's multiple different spirits in, in that house. Cause, uh, there's times that I thought I heard someone walk See? into my room again, yeah. the bare feet, the bare feet on the carpet. And I was too scared to do anything. So I slowly pulled the covers over my head while my eyes were closed. So I didn't have right. to see whatever and it was. And I had that at my house. Like I said, footsteps across the hardwood and the tile. I heard them. I heard them. Okay. One morning, again, I was in my room and Mm -hmm. I heard footsteps cross the kitchen onto the wood floor in the living room. There was no one. And I distinctly heard them. Again, not asleep, not, you know, I was up doing stuff. So, and the kids, again, I look, they're in their back room in the back of the house. So... It's just, yeah, I mean, there's so, there's things where, yeah, you can say, oh, I think it's, you know, could have been my imagination. But when you're busy cleaning your closet, making your bed, playing Legos. Yeah, but remember, I've been watching horror movies since I was five. Your mind at that moment isn't sitting there going, I wonder if this little girl with a bonnet could come. You know what I mean? Like, you're focusing on what you're doing. Horror movies are not. I just don't, because I've watched them my whole life, too. And I just, and for me, mine, I was never scared. Like, mine never gave me an off feeling. I never felt scared of the whatever it was. It it felt... I felt like it was someone I knew coming to visit. Right. Um, most of the movies that I watched as a kid didn't scare me. I thought they were fantastic. Blood, gore, yeah. it was fantastic. I loved it. And one of my favorite movies as a kid, and still actually as an adult, um, be, and that's mostly because of the, the practical effects, is uh, Tremors 2. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I love Tremors too. I'm not a fan <laughs> of Tremors 1, 2. I, they what? were awful. Tremors 1 and 2 are gold. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I hate those movies. Look, they're goofy. They're goofy. They're weird. They're different. There's practical effects. Okay, I the effects are great. Enough. I'll give you that. Uh, they were amazing for their time because yeah. those things looked real you know and they were really coming up out of the ground yeah. for sure yeah. i'll so agree with cool. you on that but I, i'm sorry i just even back then i was just like what is this train wreck like 
I love the actors in it. You know, what? like Kevin Bacon, Reba McIntyre, and I don't remember except that he was the dad in Family yeah. Ties. Like, they were great actors, but I just felt like you guys are all awful in this movie. It was just... The lines were cheesy. Everything was so it. cheesy. It was yeah. so awful. It was supposed to well, be. That's what That's what gave they accomplished it... accomplished what they set out to do. Yes, they did. However, the show was shit ass blasters seriously who the fuck came up with that why that was dumb the whole thing was dumb and and there's so much cgi in the no that you should have stopped at the second movie that's too funny okay uh, maybe 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 the third movie was fine okay maybe um but honestly, first and second movie, that's where it should have stopped. Uh, everything else, it was just a downhill slope. And the show, I cannot, I will never I forgive the show. It. I won't. Don't. Trust ever. Because <laughs> I didn't like the movies. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> <sighs> okay. There's, there, there are some quote-unquote horror movies that um, I am tempted to watch, even though I already know they're garbage, but they were purposely made as garbage and somehow they have a cult following and that's the sharknado movies you know i've seen bits and pieces of those of i think just the first one maybe it's it's just awful like it's just i know (laughs) it's so bad it's so bad i don't know if i could sit through it just to see what it's all i don't even think i could get through it it's just they i I want to try. I, I there's, there's what are they yeah, are they like on the so fifth movie now? now. Is Tara Reed in all of them? And, uh, Good lord! I think like so, that, yes. <laughs> like that's just to me. If I see her name, I'm just like, well, you know, that's gonna be good. <laughs> like after American Pie, she just went up, right? Like, I mean, whoo! Yeah, Tara yeah. Reed's career just went skyrocketing. I, yeah, I mean, when I see her name and stuff, I'm like, yo, that's kind of a sign <laughs> of how this movie <laughs> it's so mean but you know it's true <laughs> i do I, I listen to a radio show in the mornings and they talk about it and uh it's you know what they they watch every movie they watch every sharknado and and they don't give any spoilers about it but they talk about it and they they thoroughly enjoy it for what it is and that is terrible entertainment <laughs> my gosh if you do you're gonna have to have a beer or two before i think or during I you know what I may I may have to take yeah, shots because I don't know I just don't you know there's some movies that people are just raving about and you try I try to watch and I'm just like I don't get what y'all are seeing like the boy I'm sorry that was a good movie <laughs> that was garbage the boy was garbage and they're episode, making a second one because I'm ready to defend it I liked it Sorry, you know I enjoyed it. Ooh, ooh, okay, folks, we will dedicate an entire episode to the boy. I, I, mm, mm. Uh, and mm. we did agree on some. I will say there were parts we definitely did good. have some agreements mm-hmm. on, yep. but the basic, yep. yeah, we yep. disagreed. Yep, it was a shit move. I don't think so. It's creepy. <clears throat> I'm right. No, you're not. You're wrong. Oh, yes, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, most people will probably agree with you because I don't think it did very well, but I liked it. <laughs> I, I, I'm tempted to Google the, the statistics, but I'm not going to. we got to save that for the, yeah, for the actual yeah, full we'll episode. 
the boy yeah. episode. All right. But, okay, okay. But it, it, talk about bad. Or, okay, that was good, then bad. And, you know, a good portion of that was good. And then it just went to shit right. completely. But that's my opinion. There is one movie I'm pretty sure you'll agree with me. With me uh, or actually one scenario in general. When, when producers and, and script writers just run out of ideas, for some reason they go to space. To space! <laughs> True. Okay, you, you, have you yeah, noticed this shit? Yeah, we can make scary, like, but you know what would make it even more scary? Space. Spaceship. Space. They're stuck okay. <laughs> in a spaceship. In space. They can't get out. The only time... <laughs> The only time this shit has ever worked was with aliens. Everybody okay? tried. And that's because it started to in make space. their own. Because that shit started in space and it ended in space and it'll always be in space. But tell you what, there's one movie that never should have taken it to space and that's Jason Didn't X. See it. Did not see it. Go ahead and watch it. Um, I'll say it's it's worth a watch if it's on if it's on Hulu or right. Netflix or whatever <laughs> and it's free and and you don't have anything better to do with your time. I don't value um, my time for a while. <laughs> watch this okay. movie if you want to lose a couple of brain cells watch this movie okay um but okay the the the, the start the starting premise with this movie is fucking brilliant <laughs> okay the the scenario is um we don't know how we don't know exactly <laughs> when but we know that jason jason Voorhees, the unkillable has been captured okay They've tried every way to kill him. Now, in, in in his state of capture, they've tried every single way okay. to kill him, but they can't. But they can't. So they have him locked up underground, constantly in chains, in this in in the middle of this void, this this room, this underground room where there's the walls, or it's like an underground uh -huh. parking lot, um, and there's one guard constantly watching him okay. at all times. And honestly, I thought that was brilliant. I'm like, they finally caught him. They can't kill him. They right. know they can't kill him, but they have him. And now they want to they figure out how to weaponize him. Of course, that's what's going to happen. And that, that's when it started to kind of go off a little bit. And, and of course, there's the main character that's, that's a bad idea. Don't do it. No, I'm going to stop you. Well, we have more authority. We're right. going to do it anyways. And again, we don't know how, but Jason escapes. Of course. And he starts his killing rampage again. And then... All of a sudden, cryogenics, fast forward to the future, to space! Really? To space! Yes, that's what happened! That does not what? make any butt-fucking sense, because if, if somehow, because that's what, that was her plan originally, to, to cryogenically seal right? this monster, okay? And which is yeah, brilliant as well, okay? Cryogenically sealed, and they end up cryogenically sealed, and you're telling me that... This government organization slash program, okay, is not going to go and check in on this unkillable fucking beast slash weapon that they were trying to weaponize in 2,000 years? Sometime between when it happened and 2,000 years in the butt-fucking future when it's the end of the world, not a single goddamn person thought, let's go they check in on them. storage and just forgot. Cold storage. Yeah, I guess. That was Bullshit, okay? A general or something died, okay? You can't take away a general and a bunch of soldiers and not expect the families to be like, where's this yeah, motherfucker? Who did that? <laughs> Anyone know who did that? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a full a full analysis oh, of that movie so sometime in the very distant it. future. <laughs> sometime in the distant future. 
Sometime in the okay. very, very distant future, like 2,000 years like when, when we're, we're in space. When, after we're unfrozen <laughs> from our chiros, chirogenic sleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How come they yeah. didn't it, put you know what's gonna happen? <laughs> pumpkin head. <laughs> come on. You know, there's an interesting direction that pumpkin head was gonna <laughs> go in, um, in uh, in the third movie. Um, how many movies is there? I think there, there is three. Yeah, movies. I think three. Yeah. Maybe f- um, originally I the original. The original idea for Pumpkinhead in its third installment was going to be, and this was, I think, one of the original uh, writers or directors, I can't remember, um, there were, because they made, the, they made the design, and it's out there somewhere, it's still actually the sculpture oh. for sale, where you see the, the final form Pumpkinhead. of Pumpkinhead, because this whole time we've only been seeing uh, a mediocre form right. of Pumpkinhead. That's quite a twist. That's a pretty good twist. This final form of pumpkin head is a winged demon. Ooh, like Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, this this thing was all sorts of awesome, but the idea got scrapped and uh, the winged version of pumpkin head was uh, was forgotten. Um, yeah, I know, right? That would have been really cool to <laughs> but, see. Yeah. Uh, sure, the the effects back then would have been so, lacking. Yeah, we being... could. <laughs> we would have. We would have been saying for the time it was really good. <laughs> Those <laughs> demon wings looked real for the time that they. <laughs> we would have been cutting them some slack. Uh, sure, it's claymation, it but it's great. great. Sure, he moves in little jerky motions. It doesn't matter. You're missing the point. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like the Godzilla movies. Yeah, I love Godzilla, great. and for those of you who don't know, GZ Dude Thirteen stands for Godzilla. <laughs> Thirteen is just the uh, is just the tip of the hat towards the paranormal and creepy, because Thirteen is associated with bad luck and of course the macabre. I love we had to talk about this, and I love how yours is so deep. Like you've got all these meanings in your name and. I'm like, yeah, mine's Damn just straight. TJ because that's my initials in Scorpio because I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> like there's zero depth to my name on here. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and anyone who's wondering, why Godzilla? That's not really a horror movie. You're right. It's a monster movie and it's oh, a kaiju classic. movie, whatever. And that's its own. But, but Godzilla is known as the king of the monsters. And you know what? That's fucking awesome. Godzilla's awesome. And for anyone that refutes it, saying, King Kong is the king, well, what's a king to a god, Zilla? Ooh, good comeback. Ooh. Well done. (laughs) You've thought about that. I did. And of course, the the, the comeback to that is, well, what's a god to a non-believer? Well, yeah, sure, because he's a monkey. (laughs) Stupid monkey. Get into this old deep thing. I'm just like, ah. <laughs> so yeah, TJ Scorpio just needs. <laughs> but hey, Scorpios yeah, are cool. Yes, I'm a Scorpio. You're damn right. Scorpions are cool, but yeah, it's... Scorpios. We're, yeah. We rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> deep man, there's a depth in my name. Uh, yeah, Hell damn straight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, holy hell. Ah, uh, um, we were talking about ice cream. The other day, uh, we were actually day. talking about a future entrepreneurial project you and I are going to go into. <laughs> That's right, everyone. The future of horror. Is I'm a ice little cream. nervous to talk about this. I think someone's going to steal it. <gasps> it's copyrighted. By the time this goes yeah, out, it's copyrighted. Already got mm-hmm. it, guys. Yeah, trademark copyrighted. It's my idea. It's mine. <laughs> I mean, Copyright, it's ours. Creepy Carousel I'm... Horror Podcast. TJ Scorpio, GZ Dude Thirteen. Copyrighted it. 
<laughs> Damn straight. Hold on. Yeah. What's today? Booyah. Today's the 25th January 2019. <laughs> there. Okay, go ahead. So we had this. We had this really okay. serious talk <laughs> the other night with our future entrepreneurial project. Mm-hmm. What were we going to call it? What was what the future we had, of horror? Be? Okay, the future of horror is in frozen sweet treats, and we want to call it <clears throat> ice cream. Spell it. <laughs> Spell it because nobody's going to understand. E Y E. Right. Ice. Okay, uh, or or E Y E. Actually, yeah, that was the that was yeah. the improved version. E Y E. Scream as in scream. Ah! <laughs> Get it? <laughs> yeah. And we're gonna have the goth ice cream, that black ice cream. We're gonna have creative names to them too. I was I don't just even gonna remember. say like did Bloody you write Mary these Cherry. Because I did it. I wrote them down somewhere, but like Bloody Mary Cherry, and I just came Beautiful. up with that right now. Copyrighted. I'm gonna look. Uh, I'm gonna go back and uh, see if I can find it. You just keep thinking we had some good well you yeah. were really coming up with them i'm i'm not as creative but yeah i i haven't had enough to drink to get my uh my creative juices flowing <laughs> to do our ice cream <laughs> thing we're gonna have to get drunk <laughs> we'll have some rum ice I cream as well it. with actual rum yeah really the, the ice cream idea is honestly it, it's it's gold uh, like midnight massacre mango yeah yeah that was one uh the shining yes. sherbet yeah the shining sherbet yeah uh, uh, killer raspberry Beautiful. blood. Oh, and then you had the, yes, it, the thing for that, like on, um, Halloween, right? Or yeah, you were going to switch. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay. On Halloween, on Halloween, that will be our time to shine because I scream will be renamed as ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. And all of our flavors will be altered. All of our horror horror except. flavors will be altered. Trust me, this is good. Except, okay, by the way, all of our horror uh, ice cream flavors are going to have creative names and, and creative, uh, interesting mixes and whatnot. Uh, except vanilla. for vanilla. Vanilla is just going to be vanilla. Right. We don't care. Yeah, vanilla is vanilla. However, come Halloween, something special happens where everything goes back to regular names. Chocolate's just chocolate. Except for vampire yeah, vanilla. the only one that has a horror name is vanilla. Vanilla gets its special day. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Because we're, we're in costume. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the ice cream shop is in costume. We get exactly. to be something we're not. Yay! That's, right. that's the point of Halloween. It's going to be great. And I don't know why I can't find it. I found where we said what we were going to name it, but noth- I can't find any of the ice cream flavors. Oh, there it is. <laughs> By the way, check out my uh, YouTube channel, GZDo13, <laughs> and of course, my partner in crime, I TJ Scorpio. Like, comment, and I subscribe. Got stories on there. <laughs> I'm be- so I do know. I. I've been lazy. I'm sorry, well, folks. I haven't been lazy. I, I been have been so lazy. busy with just life and this and. I got lazy too. Okay, I graduated Yay. last year, and then I'm just like taking you a break. You've earned a break. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, I was. I was I'm working full. I was working full time and going to school, uh, and uh, whew, and somehow I I found time to go to to mm-hmm. VidCon last year, uh, which was fantastic. I got to meet some of my favorite horror uh, creators and writers. <gasps> I got to meet some of my favorite writers. I will get into that some other time because I can talk about it forever. Um. <laughs> So I fanboyed, okay? I fanboyed so hard, and I'm not afraid to admit it. You just sounded like you did. Forever. I know. 
Uh, okay, 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 okay. It's just a little bit. I met Vincent V. Cava, and I had I didn't recognize him because I, I didn't actually know what he looked like. Um, but I, I sat down at uh, I sat down at this table, and I and um, because I was I actually had an active YouTube channel with actual subscribers. Um, I was, uh, people were asking me questions. I felt like the celebrity and was like, oh crap. Um, well, here's, here's the, and I, I reminded them, okay, I, I have very limited, uh, knowledge, but let me tell you what has worked for me in the past. And I was giving advice to these people and this guy in this nice jacket, uh, sits down in front of me and he asked me a couple questions. Uh, and he's like, wait, and one question that he asked me was, uh, um, what's your YouTube channel? And, um, I didn't know that he looked it up. He was looking at it in his, in his phone. Um, and and then he introduced himself. Uh, oh, I'm Vincent V. Cava. <laughs> I would have paid <laughs> to see that Dude! moment. I, I, I shook his hand with both hands, and I was all of a sudden I was like, I read one of your stories. I narrated one or two of your stories on my channel. I'm like, oh, my God. And I remember I sent you messages trying to get permission, but you never answered. And I just figured, oh, well, you're probably really busy. And I hope that I that I didn't piss you off and that, you know, if you want, I can take him down. And he's like, dude, it's okay. Are you okay. guys best friends now? <laughs> he was so cool. Damn it. No. But oh, I got sweet. his autograph. Yay. <laughs> I had him sign my, uh, I had him sign my death note. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Good. You're so, uh, look at you bet, just getting all giddy. I love that. You don't get to see that in you very often. I, <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> see, and I'm fangirling all the time on my Twitter. I, okay. you've seen, I, if I get noticed by someone <laughs> that I admire, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm 16 all over again. I freak out. Okay, I got nervous. I, okay, uh, afterwards I didn't know what to say, but I, but I calmed down. I started talking to him like normal human being. Come on, he puts on his pants the same way, oh, one leg at a time. And then I fanboyed again when um, uh, this, this one girl, uh, she she had a bunch of people talking to her too. And I asked, well, so who, who is that? And should I know who that is? It was Alyssa Onofreo. Um... Yeah. If you don't know who that is, two words, Crypt TV. <laughs> Come on, that, that's a great Please YouTube channel. That. <laughs> she's, a, she's a manager and distributor uh, and audience development of of, uh, of of Crypt TV. And I was like, ah! I've never even heard of Crypt TV. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I have. You YouTube Crypt TV at uh, this maybe moment. Maybe I have. I cannot. <clears throat> maybe if I see it, I'll be like, oh yeah, 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 I've heard it. But right now, I'm drawing a blank. Sorry. I know I'm sorry. Poop to you. But oh my god, okay, I, approaching her was was like pulling teeth. I I didn't know That's how to so talk to her. Cute. I'm like, I'm a, "Hi, that my own YouTube channel, but I look up to your YouTube channel." Oh my god. It, 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 uh uh, I, like I couldn't even remember the videos from their <laughs> channel that I liked, but I, uh, <laughs> I, I asked her, I asked her a couple of questions. I asked for some advice and I didn't even write any of it down because I was just like, I can't believe I'm talking to someone from Crypt You TV. were starstruck. <laughs> yeah. I got her autograph. Well, yeah. I would hope. <laughs> With this starstruck as you sound, you have to. Yeah. Uh, and I was such an idiot because I was wearing a gray shirt and, uh, and after she signed, um, and she gave me back my pen, uh, marker, I was trying to put the marker back in my pocket, but I didn't <gasps> put the cap back. So I ended oh, up no. writing all over myself. <laughs> <laughs> right in front of her and i was like and you know God she damn. was like that's so cute <laughs> probably it was such I, a dork adorable though and it's charming i think i hope celebrities find that stuff charming and not psychotic i always worry because like and, i react before i think a lot of times 
So I get really excited. Right. And then, like, <clears throat> it happened recently, and I'm sure you saw my fiasco. And I got a tweet. Okay, I got a favorite and a reply from these people that I just love. And I should have taken a moment to breathe. I should have <laughs> taken a moment to go, whoa. Like, I freaked. But I was like, I should have taken a few moments, actually, before replying to them. Because my initial thought is, oh, my God, I have to reply. You know, like, they're online right now. So I, I just send, and I do this all the time. I just send out this reply of like a million exclamation points. I'm just freaking out. And then I send it and I'm so excited and I'm going through all this excitement. I, you know, I copy it. I put it on my Facebook. I'm like, look who just noticed me. And then like an hour later, I look at my reply and I'm like, man, should I delete that? Or should I? <laughs> Notice me, I'm like, they didn't favorite my reply, so I probably just look like a total idiot. And they're like, "Oh God, I regret replying to that one." You know, like, but I hope deep down that they're like, "That is so cute," and they just got offline. I don't know though; they probably think I'm nuts. It's all right. I felt really. You know, it's exciting. We are, and I, you know, I, I, <laughs> I think it's it's fun to admire people like that and to. It's, it's fun to get that excited, isn't it? Like, it feels good. And when you get noticed or when you meet them, it's just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, like, I know they're normal people. <laughs> but at the same time, no, they're not because they're famous. And they're doing big things that people see them on the street and go, oh, my God, you're so-and-so. You know, like, that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'd, uh, you know, and there's, there's other people that I'd freak out the same way if I met them. Uh, uh, EZ Morgan, one of the greatest writers in, in, in the creepypasta community. Um, and uh, she knows that, that I like reading her stories. I think I read, I uh, narrated one or two of her stories. Um, yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, wow. Three of her stories, I think. Um, and uh, unfortunately, I've, I've tweeted at her. Uh, unfortunately, I'm still in the uh, free category because she won't charge me. I don't have enough followers on on. Right. on uh, YouTube for her to charge me for her stories. Um, but I fully intend on, on paying even for the stories that I've already read right. uh, <laughs> when, uh, when I get a good following um, just because she's such a good sport about her, her stories and, and her prices are reasonable when it comes to, to she's not asking for uh, she's asking for, of course, credit and and uh, payment for her stories. It's her creative content, and right, it's and good that's stuff. That's understandable because that's it, it what is good she's stuff. Doing that's her craft. Yeah, um, but uh, I I fully intend on in compensating her when I have a good following. Because uh, hey, that uh, it's hard to find. Uh, it's hard to find some <laughs> original content out yes, there in is. the creepypasta world. <laughs> yeah, and. It's even worse when you're the one writing it. I, I do write right, my own yeah, creepypastas. Yeah, you do, and you write great creepypastas. And, and I've, I've thought of a new one. I've thought of a new one. Um, uh, actually, I was typing... I've thought of two new ones. I've been typing out one of them. It's not done yet. Uh, three of them. Four. Wow, I have a lot of creepypastas Good. to finish. <laughs> Good. Because you write great stories. Um, yeah, but I do hit um, writer's yeah, blocks yeah. a lot of the time. Because... I, I don't know how to transition a story into mm -hmm. where I want it to go. Um, I, sometimes I don't know how to give characters proper lines. I'm, I'm much better at writing stories from a right, third-person yeah. perspective. But 
people don't want to read that. They want to read right. second and first person stories. The, no, Actually, I'm the not ones you did person. for our Christmas special were fantastic. Loved those. Yes. Those oh, great. I can't. I, I was. You were on I fire. Was on you were. Fire. It was like, okay, I just wrote this one. And then just shortly after, you're like, here's another one. And then it's like, just, I was like, holy crap. Because I mentioned, hey, you should think about maybe for our Christmas. Because we talked about that. We had this huge extravaganza. And we had technical stuff. But, like, we were thinking, oh, we can add some stories to it. And you were like, yeah, they just were coming to you. It was amazing. Yeah. I wrote five stories in two days. Yeah, they were great. Short stories. uh, So much fun. Uh, I thought I thought yeah. that was that was good, yeah. And uh, whew, that uh, that didn't take a lot out of me. I thought, okay, I can relax. Yeah, a little you know, bit. I think for writing, you have to be in like the zone. I mean, I do. I don't write scary stories though, but I write I write uh, books for you know, like stories for kids. I don't, which is so funny because I. I love reading horror and watching it and stuff, but I have yet to like even try to write anything horror related. Well, try writing a little bit yeah, of horror I could for try, kids. But like, I just write the cutesy stuff, and I don't know that to me just comes like super easy, and I can just whip out a kid's story, and it's like done. You know, mm. you want to hear a story about sharing? Mm. Cool, I'll have it in like thirty minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like. You know, if you're like, yeah, let's talk about this ghost haunting Annabelle. And I'm like, eee, I don't know. <laughs> I can read it if you write it, but I don't, you know, like, I don't know why I can't. <laughs> well, that's that's my next challenge. I need to write a horror story for kids. Do it. Because I think horror stories for kids, yeah. they're good. I mean, I remember that's what I read as a kid was scary stuff. And I, I love scary yeah. stories. Oh, yeah. You know, Spooksville. for little kids. They're great witches and teachers that aren't really teachers you know like they're they're good and little kids you can make a scary story for kids that's not going to give them nightmares but it's going to give them the little chills where that looks like oh that's creepy you know it's all it should be true no no horrendous blood and gore (laughs) (laughs) oh by the way spooksville which i've mentioned for like the sixth time uh the the books were written by an uh, by one of my oh favorite my authors, God. Christopher Pike. See, now you got me because yes. we've talked about this too. Christopher Pike was my favorite favorite author growing up. I did not read R.L. Stein at all. I I had a few of his books mm-hmm. when I was caught up on every Christopher Pike book written. When I was waiting for his <laughs> next one to come out, I would read an R.L. Stein. But I didn't read Spooksville because I was older. Yeah, I read um his teen novels you know the bury me deep was my very uh, first one and those ones were oh, yeah fall into I'm darkness i think yeah. was my second and i have all of those like the whole teen set of christopher pike books i still have them because i was addicted and i was up to the point where i'd read them when they i'd buy them as soon as they came out and then i'd have to wait for his next one like that's how hardcore i was with him spooksville I think I was too old for those when when those started. I'm a bit older than you, GZ. Uh, I guess maybe. You don't seem like it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you you do an excellent little girl voice, which works fantastic for my creepy stories with little girls in them. That was fun. That was I fun. I should write yeah yeah I should write more of those, um, but 
Okay, we, we've, we've spent enough time boring people to death <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with random subjects that we've just pulled out of our butts. <clears throat> so, yeah, not bad. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> if there's anything, uh, anything anyone wants us to discuss, please send us a tweet, a DM, whatever, and just give us a holler because we would love to discuss whatever you all are interested in too. So, you know, my my personal uh, TJ Scorpio Twitter is at TJ Scorpio, T-E-E-J-A-Y, Scorpio. Yep. I believe and, you know Jeezy Dude. <laughs> yep, of course it's at G Z D U D E one three G Z Dude thirteen. But uh, if uh, if you want to directly send yes. something to uh, to just this show, um, check us out on Twitter, Creepy Carousel Horror Podcast at CC Horror Podcast, um, and send us a direct message, a tweet, whatever. Yeah. We we, uh, we have nine followers. Help. Yeah, so sad. <laughs> and I would love to interact with people on there. It would be so much fun to have some yeah, people I, I interact with us, tell us what they want to hear, tell us what you thought. Be nice. Tell us what you thought <laughs> of our episodes. <laughs> you know, it would just be fun. So don't be shy, you nine people. Get some other ones to follow and just let's have an interaction. Let's talk. Yes, please. Yeah. We're friendly, I promise. We're I nice. might have a potty mouth here, but I promise I'll I'll I'll, I'll stop being so mean. He's he's very <laughs> tame online, so <laughs> Most of the time, yes. Most of the time. <laughs> so yeah. All the time. Hit us I'm, up. I'm, yeah. <clears throat> and but uh hey, w- with that said, uh we got to close out here. I'm tired and I'm hungry. So, with that said, I'm GZ Dude 13. And I'm TJ Scorpio. And you've been listening to the Creepy Carousel Horror Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the Creepy Carousel Horror Podcast. If you have any creepy content you want us to cover, feel free to email us at tjgzhorrorcast at gmail.com. Happy nightmares, everyone. <laughs>